And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is choking the company. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who's supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y, creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us, keep up to date with our daily photos, and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. You know, there's something that has, I think, crossed every business owner's mind in their lifetime. They've had to deal with it many times. And for us, we haven't really had this problem, at least not in any sort of serious way until now. We got a little too big for our britches. And I hate that. Because it means we outpaced ourselves. And because of that, I had to choke off all of our marketing. Ish. So, to go into more details, this is a complicated problem that has a lot of pieces to it. And there's not a good way to really sort out what part led to what thing. So I'll do my best, but bear with me. Two months ago, at the end of, it would have been March, we ended up deciding we were going to scale up. And we, it was, I've talked about that in the past multiple times in the podcast. There was data that drove that decision. There were aspects of the, the analysis of the company's profitability based off of the volume we were doing. And basically what we found was our labor and fixed costs are relatively stagnant regardless of if we do twice the amount of business we were doing. And if we did twice the business, suddenly the company actually got a little more profitable and could actually grow at a reasonable pace rather than being constantly shortchanged by this cash flow problem. Well, a month and a half later, I know, or well, two and a half months later now, I know that that's not entirely true and the assumptions that we were making were not necessarily wrong at the time, but there were pieces of the puzzle I didn't know until later that mattered. I'll go into those in a second, but... What ended up happening was we ramped up the marketing in a very aggressive way. We doubled our marketing spend and we had a very successful growth because of that. And the company got about 10 days behind and we've been 10 days. Not, I don't think we are anymore, but we were 10 days behind for two months and we just could never catch up no matter how hard we worked, no matter what we were doing. And it was a combination of a lot of things. It was a combination of the fact that we had transitioned from having our parts cut for us by a third party to cutting them in-house, which was required a lot more labor and it was a lot more complicated than I had originally anticipated. Uh, it was a combination of us not being able to get raw supplies from a lot of our manufacturers. Uh, our leather supplier saw their lead times jump from three to four weeks to something more like six to eight weeks. Uh, we saw our our, our bolt supplier, they were having problems getting the galvanized parts from their sub-supplier in the United States. And, you know, you could argue about, well, well, that was related to other people buying that used to buy foreign product but now can't get foreign products. So they're buying U.S.-made stuff at a higher price. And so that's driving shortages in the U.S. market, which is absolutely, I think, a part of the equation. Now you had situations where we had, you know, so we had, and then we had our pen problems, Right. The pens are one of the few things that we still buy in bulk from overseas, and that country got shut down for two weeks and they didn't do anything. So we ended up having this stop-and-go problem where while our labor math wasn't wrong, a big part of our labor math assumed that our people could just keep making things. 
Well, that's not possible if you run out of the raw materials to make them. And so you end up always being behind and never getting caught up. This really reached its head, though, in about, a, about two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. And the reason why is because we had realized we were running low on espresso leather. Now, this is a bigger issue than anything else. Because we sell more espresso, espresso sells more than every other color combined. It makes up over 50% of the sales. It also is a bit of a fickle hide. And this is actually a topic that I will talk about later, which is that we are probably going to be starting up a focus group, or maybe several, to combat this problem. because. We grade all of our leather, like we, we cut things out and we grade them, but we've been running into a problem where it's a very subjective thing and things that might other, that for example, there are tiny little marks that I don't consider A grade, I would call that B grade or C grade. And the question that has come to play, and I think it's a very reasonable question that's been asked by several people, which is, are you being too picky? And the answer is I might be. That might be a huge part of this problem. I might be being too picky. I, and, and our focus group may be able to tell us more answers to that question. It might be able to give us better insight as to what is the customer willing to consider as part of the natural course of leather versus what did they you know, say is too bad. So, but, so we ended up having this problem where now we have cutting in-house, right? So that's a big issue. And part of the issue with cutting in-house is we were getting yields that were lower than anticipated for interesting reasons that I can go into a little bit later. but. The, the reasons that we were running into lower yields, I guess, was partially because we weren't really optimizing the hide usage based off multiple different things being cut out of the same hide. Because we were so behind and so short on specific things, we would spend all day cutting one thing out of one hide, right? And the problem is if you cut the same thing out of one hide, you can't really optimize the layout very well and take advantage of the areas that are a little too small for that thing. But we were so behind that we had to because we just couldn't time it out. So I think our efficiencies on the hide usage will improve as we get more caught up. Then when we ran, and I think that problem actually led to us running out of espresso because we've never had to really track our leather at a hide level. We never have tra tra tracked our leather in a raw way. We've always tracked it by cut parts. And so we needed to adapt our inventory management system now to basically say, if we sell one slim cut, it's not just one slim cut piece of leather. It's X amount of square footage of leather and it's a lot higher than what that one piece of leather is because you have to basically adapt and put in the scrap numbers from a square footage into that piece of leather as well from a size perspective, right? So if you say, okay, well, the, that piece is only, I don't know, it's only one square foot, just hypothetically. It's not, but let's say it's one square foot. Well, it may take 1.6 square feet worth of leather because you have to include the fact that you're not going to get 100% of the hide use. So we needed to build that part into our inventory management system to better analyze how much we were actually using in raw materials at a leather square footage, you know, level. So that was one piece of the puzzle. So when we ran out, though, of that espresso, that became a critical point. And it actually was what ended up terminating our relationship with our cutting partners completely. We'd been using them for a little bit up until this point, but we had sent them a couple of POs that they had delayed and delayed and delayed. And then we ended up doing, a, an, you know, we sat down and said, okay, well, what's the story here? And we realized that we were really low on leather. And so we sent them a message saying, we need to cancel our POs because we are too low. And they got back to us and said, well, actually, we cut it already. 
And as I expected, we had horrible yield, horrible yield from that particular cutting process. And it was just, it just crippled. It just, we ran out of leather. We ran out of espresso leather. Well, bless our leather, leather company, the tannery, they spooled up fast and they said, look, we can't, you know, make the process go much faster, but here's what we can do. And they were able to get us stuff that showed up on Monday of this week, actually really Tuesday, but it's finished on Monday of this week. And that a lot of that leather immediately went to take care of some of the bulk orders that we had gotten. That also changed this and they made the equation hard. But what ended up happening was two weeks ago, I had to say, look, to our marketing team, we need to shut off all of our marketing. We have to intentionally choke the life out of the company a little bit. Now, the line of credit is still not really connected. At least it wasn't. And that creates a problem because now you've got a cash flow problem. Because now you don't have the line of credit you can draw from yet. And you didn't have a lot of cash reserves to start with. And now you're intentionally killing off your cash flow. So we had to coast on what little we had, just praying to God that it all worked out. And it did. The good Lord took care of us. But the interesting thing was we had to coast with basically very little marketing. Now, we did keep a little bit going because as our marketing team advised us, if you turn off the campaigns entirely, when you turn them back on, the AI has to essentially treats it like a new ad and has to totally re-optimize from a brand new start. Whereas if you leave it running at a very low budget, the AI doesn't necessarily start it and st- turn it off and turn it back on. Instead, it just kind of keeps it going at a lower budget. So that's good for us. So we ended up running everything at a very, very, very shoestring budget, very low level budget, which was interesting. It was actually very interesting to see how it, it, what it really hit home was that we need to be spending more on marketing because when we spend a little bit of money on marketing, it's almost all wasted. It's only until we get into large numbers in marketing that our marketing really starts to work. And that's an interesting lesson there. But yeah, we had to intentionally kill off the company for a little while. We shut down all of our advertising. That killed our traffic. I think we went from, it cut our traffic in half at least. Now, that being said, we had a handful of bulk orders that came in during that time that actually say, like it floated our averages way up. Like we, on average this month, we're still on track. We're still doing good, right? I just, it's frustrating because I'm trying to kill off the company so that we can get caught up and it's not working. That being said, we have now put in a very large PO with our bolt manufacturer, a very large PO with our leather manufacturer, a very large PO with our bar maker, and a very large PO with our pen manufacturer. And those critical components, those four or five critical components, if we can get those, and this is the plan, in, we're going to have a month's worth of them sitting on the shelf, not used, right? We'll, we'll keep ordering from those people at a regular basis, but we're going to have a month's worth of inventory as safety stock. That way, if we deal with three or four week lead times again, which might happen, it won't be a problem for us. We'll have the backstop to keep us going and to keep us flowing. And if we can get caught up and we can have that, that month's worth of inventory and we can make the move into the larger workshop where we'll have a lot more cutting potential and capability, I think we'll be in solid shape. We'll be able to produce and we'll be able to go back into that scaling phase where we get to double our money again and double our money again and double our money again, which will hopefully help us as we ramp up to Christmas and we need to figure out exactly what we need to hire and, you know, or who we need to hire and what we need to supply uh, to make sure our Christmas goes smoothly. So it's a hard decision to make, but unfortunately it was one that was necessary and I think it is working and we're going to be hopefully by the time, by the time you're listening to this, hopefully we'll be out of it. 
All right. Thanks, folks, for checking in. Be sure to check back in next week, Tuesday and Thursday for our next podcast. And don't forget to check that subscribe button as well as the notification bell to get notified when we launch new episodes. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, or folio, uh, as well as anything else we sell, you can contact us at the main page of our website at murdycreative.co or you can contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. We'll do our best to get back to you as soon as possible, but we do appreciate your patience. If you do want to call us on the phone, the number is 414-434-9001 and you can call or text that number Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time. Uh, we work all of during the weekday except for during national federal holidays. So. If you call us during that day, we're not going to answer then. But if you call us outside of normal hours or even during the day and you don't get an answer, please leave us a voicemail. We'll do our best to get back to you as soon as we possibly can. 414-434-9001. If you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow in your community. And word of mouth is the best form of advertising. Uh, if you want to leave us a good review on the podcast, definitely go do so on whatever app you're listening on. But if you want to leave a, pod, a review on the product, go to murdycreative.co slash reviews. You can read all of our amazing five-star reviews there, and there's a button there that says leave a good review. You click on that, it'll take you to facebook.com slash murdycreative.co slash reviews. And then you can click on do you recommend the Murdy Creative Company? Click yes, and then you can write your wonderful review. We love them, we read them, they go on our wall. It brings a warm smile to my heart every time I read those. If, however, you want to leave us a bad review, there's another button there that gets you directly in contact with us. Please give us an opportunity to make it right. It's very important for me personally that everyone has a good, good relationship with the company and has good experience with the company. We will do whatever we can to make things right, including and up to recafting, refunding, taking care of you. We will take care of you. So please give us an opportunity to do that. Reach out to us via that button and it'll get you right in hold of us. We can work on figuring out a good solution. If you want to help us, word of mouth is the best form of advertising. Always has been, always will be. You go to the website, you click on the bottom left-hand corner. There's a rewards button. You click on that and you can log in there. Once you're logged in, you get 5% back on any purchase you make in-store as in-store credit, but then you also have a shareable link there. If you take that link and share that with friends and family, they get $5 off their first purchase and you get $5 back as in-store credit when they make that purchase. So definitely do that. It helps us, helps you, and helps them. So it's a great, great opportunity for everyone all around. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I am always looking for new topics. There's an ongoing struggle to find new things to talk about. I mean, it's not really, but it is. So definitely reach out and send me your topics. You can send it via email uh, or you can leave us a note below in the comments below and we'll be sure to check it out. If you're looking for multiple binders, journals, folios, anything we sell for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, uh, we have our bulk discounts now built into our cart. So you can just add whatever quantity you want to your cart and it'll automatically apply the appropriate bulk discount. However, if you're trying to evaluate certain quantities and you're not sure whether you want to get this quantity or that quantity, you're trying to get a sense of what that pricing could be. Feel free to reach out to us and ask about them, S-A-L-E-S, sales at murdycreative.co. Send us that message and we'll be able to work on figuring out, explaining all of the bulk discounting program and help you find the right quantity fit for the right price for your product. So definitely check that out if you're interested. Also, we have no minimum order quantities on our custom ordering. No minimum order quantities for custom engraving. No setup fees. It's just a flat fee. Normally $15. It can go up a little bit depending on the size and the scale of the product, but it's normally $15. And that is pre-discount, pre-bulk discount. So if you want to get a bunch of them, you're going to get a bunch of classic cut number two journals with your company logo on them. It can actually be a lot less than that $15 per book, as well as a lot less on the original retail of the product itself. However, if you want to just get one, you can just get one. Send us an email, sales at murdycreative.co uh, and ask about how you can do the custom orders. However, if you're also interested, you go to murdycreative.co. There's a specialty tab. You click on that. The first button there is bulk custom engraving. You click on that. That'll take you and there'll be all of the details, lead times, what we need from you as far as, you know, all of the you know other things, the information. Check that out. Get the answers there. And then send us an email, sales at murdycreative.co. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day. And goodbye.